Hello and welcome to the London Day Game podcast. I'm here with my co-host uh, Wolf. That's Wolf Day Game you're listening to right now. Unfortunately, for the last time or so he says, I think he's joking. What do you think? Well, you've got to leave him wanting more, right? So, and more we'll get eventually. So today we're here eventually to record the second half of the day game Nuggets of Wisdom share box. Now, Wolf has graciously got him loaded on his phone. Finally, he's doing something for us. And today we're going to be going through points 6 to 10. Maybe in the future we'll get to points 11 through 20. 11 through 20, yes? You see, you cannot buy... What? Maybe. Lies. You see, I don't think you can buy a 10 box of nuggets. What's the the box sizes? Uh, I think in the UK you get 6 and 20 or something. Is there no in-between? There's probably a 10 or a 12 or something. It's no, I've never seen a 10 or a 12. It's a shame because the 10 we will deliver today... They do different ones in different countries, I think. That's true, that's true. You know in uh, France you can get uh, McDonald's with a beer? I didn't, but I couldn't believe it. Well, you should have believed it because I told you that in, in the last episode. Anyway, moving on to point number six. Um, oh, so we'll do the thing last time where one of us read and the other person answered. So I think last time you read first, so I'll read this time and then we'll, uh, we'll do the old back and forth. Okay, so point number six, the Danks of Wisdom, written by me. Uh, can you leave them better than than you found them can you leave them better than you found them it's a tricky question isn't it i like to think so um and why is that because i think none of us unless we're very disturbed individuals want to (laughs) leave a girl in a worse mental place than when we met them um i mean i think there's different types of encounters if it's a a very obvious one night stand you know she's a tourist in london you stop her you bang her whatever then for her maybe you've given her the adventure and she goes home and she's she's happy about it and you have genuinely left her better than you found her if it's a more kind of i think normally we're talking about more serious things when we ask this question serious as in kind of going on a few months or whatever I mean, I think you can. It's it's a really tricky one, isn't it? Because it's so dependent on the girl. I mean, some situations end and they end very amicably and she feels that it's been a net positive in her life. But I think also often we end up in situations where we'd love it to be a net positive for her, but maybe it ends up being a net negative. It's It's a tricky one. What do you think, Tom? Uh, I, I think two two occasions of not occasions sorry two examples off the top of my or hypotheticals off the top of my head would be one which is where okay you've already described the case where she just wants a literally a casual thing here's one is where you see her as a regular and then she quote unquote matures from you so you want to keep on seeing her casually but she's like oh no I need to be a, I need to get something more serious uh, but that only works to find her if only leaves her better than you found her if she's like thanks for the memories now I need to go on to something more 
That's for me happened a couple of times. I actually think that the, the most frequent case of leave a better than your founder is when you get a positive but polite rejection. You know when you approach a girl and she's like smiling but uh, interested but just unavailable. Yeah. And she doesn't go out with you. But otherwise, you know, there are so many combinations of where you can't really leave her better than you found her. Like, you get the notch and then you want, you don't want to see her again and she does. Or, uh, uh, yeah, she wants to be your girlfriend, but you don't want to have a girlfriend or another girlfriend. Um, all kinds of things. Like, the only real way is there if your agendas match up. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I mean, for me, the key thing is I never like to lie to a girl. So I think... Um, always be I'd rather lose uh... we haven't actually said what we're drinking yeah I'm drinking red wine what kind of red wine which grape is it which vintage uh, whatever the house red wine at Shakespeare's head is so don't know mm, lovely how does it taste like the house red wine at Shakespeare's head no 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 sip it very average okay I'm a bit of a I'm not very proud of this, but I'm drinking water. Let's have a taste. Soda water. Mm, you're right, it is actually soda water. I don't get it why people don't like sparkling water. I think it's very uncouth They're if you don't like of the it. Bubbles. Yeah, why are you scared as, of the bubbles? You as, like bubble butts, but not bubbles. As Andrew Tate says, they're scared of the bubbles. Does he like sparkling water? He made some stupid YouTube video years ago having a go at people that didn't like sparkling water. Do you like sparkling water? No. Really? Why not? I mean, I can drink it. It's a bit bitter of you. I'll choose still by choice. I like sparkling water a lot. Like, it's kind of, ooh, it's different. Uh, and it has a taste. I like. I kind of like the taste, actually. You know how, You know how. like, when you first drink coffee or beer, you're like, ugh, I don't like this, but then eventually it's good. So this is an interesting aside, but in a lot of countries in Eastern Europe, the still water is ever, uh, the bottled water, the still bottled water is ever so spa uh, slightly sparkling. Uh, well, it's a mineral water, isn't it? Yeah, it's really annoying, though. <laughs> okay, I was going to say it's kind of, when you go abroad and you get, okay, you have to, you don't want to drink the local tap water. And so you end up drinking, uh, oh, just you end up drinking either, well, it's got to be bottled in some way. So it's like, well, I might as well pay for the sparkling water then. Now, I always get the uh, the five litre of still water. And what you do is, it's annoying to carry back to your Airbnb. But oh, but it's a good, it. but it's a good photo ping because you can send it to a girl and say, bottle of water as the caption. I would never do that. But it's Oh, I did it. it Actually, it just as a tangent, I really hate this idea. I tried your line and it worked. And it's like, right. It's, it's kind of like saying, oh, Mr. Wolf, he told me a joke and then I told it to my friends and they laughed. It worked? Yeah, they laughed, but you can't sleep with a girl because of lines and we'll get onto that in a bit. Yeah, I think I texted a girl a line from your book and she didn't respond, so I want a refund. That is a joke I didn't actually, but... You didn't actually buy it or you didn't use it? Oh, well, I certainly didn't use it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, what are we talking about? I think uh, I think we've got to the end of the point on um, whether you can leave a better than you found us. So let's go to... Mr. Wolf is going to read point number seven. Number seven. LMR is everywhere. Mm. Getting yourself to day game, getting friends to the pub for just one. Etc. All right. I put this one in there because this idea, like LMR, it's almost... 
you know, you, you don't do things in massive clumps. You don't tell someone, oh, let's go to the point and have six, let's go to the pub and have six pints. Instead, you say, oh, just for one. Come on, let's just go for one. Or uh, when you want to do day game, you don't say, oh, I've got to go out and do 10 sets. You should say to yourself, just put my boots on. I'm just, uh, one thing I do sort of really silly when it comes to real NMR is I'll be like, I'm just taking your top off. I, I'm, I'm just taking your bra off. I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting my pin. No, no, of course, of course, it's all consensual. Behave, you know it's consensual. Anyway, so LMR, it's like when uh, Mr. Wolf was like, oh, I don't know if we want to do a podcast or not. I was like, just do one. Okay, and then when I wait, so then I waited until he was drunk. And then I said to him, come on, let's just record for 10, 15 minutes and see how you feel. And I did actually say that. And look where we are now. And where are we now? Um, we are outside a shoe shop, a shoe shop called Size. Mm. Uh, That's high class. Uh, sorry, high value. High, very high value. Exceedingly. Exceedingly high value. Um, but no, it was a good insight into what happens to the poor ladies that go back to, uh, to Crown Plaza after a date. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't ever take women back to mine. Only men. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the whole thing, LMR is everywhere. You know, it's uh, just a life lesson. It's like, um, just because, you know, and you know what they say in Family Guy? Sean Connery is like 99 no's and a yes means yes. Exactly. Exactly. All right, on to the next one. Point number eight. How have player values changed your life? I mean, it depends what we mean by player values, but if you mean kind of doing day game in general, I think um, for me, there's so many things. I guess it's made me more willing to take risks in other areas of my life. Yeah, so but that's not what I want to know about. I want to know about the kind of like broken man degen stuff. Ah, okay. Degen stuff. Um, like, for example, when was the last time, when was the last time you went on a holiday not with a specific girl and not for to see if the day game was good or to do day game specifically i mean i've still done that because i um i mean for me i love travel so i um i don't know everyone says that it's tough and people i have um i have this year done a few trips non-genuine non-day game trips um without visiting a girl etc i don't know i think how yeah but then, then what i'm saying is like you know like you or I would not be like, oh, uh, I'm going to go to Rome for a few days to look at the architecture, uh, the architecture and the history and the culture. I don't know. I actually would. Yeah, but have you though? That, 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 yeah, you would. It sounds like a good I, idea. I agree. I have been to a city this year that I won't mention, which was solely for. Hold on, we've got a guest tourism. star turning up. There's a he's there's a man here. It's Charlie Bright. He's so elusive. There's another man here. We won't even say his name. We're not allowed to say him. No, no, no. Not even his fake name. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah you wouldn't go to Rome, would you? I would. Rome's a lovely city. Like, I mean, it is. Yeah. Palatine Hill. You've got the Colosseum. What's a Palatine Hill? It's um, the hill where, like, all the villas of rich people in ancient Rome were on. It's, um... Rome's a great city, man. I would go there, genuinely. Yeah, but the point is that, like, like, when was the last... I can't... I think it's been ten years. No. Maybe seven or eight years since I went on a holiday, either not for girls or, 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 or with a girl. 
that I was dating because I met her via game. Yeah, I, I, no, I did it in January, so maybe that particular one doesn't apply to me, but in terms of, yeah, how have player values changed your life? I mean, for example, it's like when I think I put on Twitter something like, why would you want to go to Montenegro on your own? You know, there's not going to be sets there. You know, my, my, immediately my thought was like, but the day game is not going to be good. I don't know, on a strictly travel-related one, I'm not sure I agree, because I, the idea of going to Montenegro by myself, not to do day games... Hold on, Chris, break! Let me have one of these. I always like the ones that fold over, like, mm. like this one. Hold on, let's have a listen. Mmm. Mmm. What flavour? Salt and vinegar. Mmm, yummy, yummy. What's your flavour, Chris, flavour? Um, I like... Answer me. Um, the bacon ones. I like... Oh, Frazzles. Nah, nah. Like what are you, five? Smoky bacon, all that shit, you know? Yeah, Frazzles is smoky bacon flavour. Or, yeah, or streaky bacon. Sorry, streaky bacon flavour. the Walkers ones, you know, or Lay's, as they mm. call them in Europe. I personally like the ridged ones. I'm not a big fan of crisps, actually. I know that's controversial, but, like, yeah. I just... They don't really do it for me, like, you know? Yeah, but they're not supposed to get turned on, they're crisps. No, but I just don't really enjoy them that much. It's like, I, I, I would much rather have a chocolate bar than a packet of crisps. Uh, I'm more of a... Uh, fair enough. I'm, I'm definitely more savoury than salty. How long have we been going for, by the way? Only 13 minutes and we're already on crisp talk. Oh, OK. Char Charlie Bright has left the venue. Um, I know everyone still thinks Charlie Bright doesn't actually exist. It's because he's so elusive. He is, yeah. So elusive and random. Oh, wait, wait, we, we won't finish yet with the player values oh, no. thing. I haven't said my thing. Oh, yes. No, no, it's that thing of... Uh, I guess it's in a classic sense where you start to, like, rate your life experience based on how well you do with girls. And um, certain people become popular in your group based on how well they do with girls. Otherwise, you literally wouldn't even ever know them. Uh, and then the holiday thing and basically your your judgment on how to do something always comes from like What is the day game expectation of this thing? Mm. Ooh, there's, a, there's a group of hoodlums who have just shown up next to us. There were six little kids. I think we could take them You're just me and you. I think we could. What do you think? <laughs> Fucking hell. It's all good. No, it's good. All right. Look at that indestructible phone. Look at that. I dropped it and everything. That's Android. I think, I think we could take them. But there's six um, little, hood, little, little, little chubby kids. They are very small. Yeah. yeah. I think between the two of us, we have enough. Like, I think our weight covers all six of them. Uh, maybe, yeah. I think we could take them, yeah. And I've got a glass. We've both got glass. We could smash them on the head with it. That's true. And Not that we would, but we could. No. And fighting with a wine glass would be very... Um, very, very uh, blase. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, okay, so on to point number nine. Nine, 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 nine. You're reading this one, right? I am. Okay. Um, oh, it's a good one as well. You can't laugh a girl into bed. Yeah, I agree with this. So I think um, there's this common thing that when you ask a girl what they like in a the guy, they say they like a funny guy, mm. and I think what they mean by that. And, this is sort of probably quite common knowledge, but they, what they mean by that is they like a guy that spikes their emotions. That's fun. a very, yeah, very good point. It's fun. Mm. But like, you, being funny in and of itself, I think is often a turn off almost, or like a negative, because often humor is often quite, um, 
yeah. self-deprecating but in a wrong way so if you think about a lot of stand-up comedians I mean obviously they'll get laid because of social proof whatever but like the sort of jokes they tell it's often not really very attractive yeah that's a good point and often like if you make a girl laugh, you're almost breaking that tension, right? It's the opposite of sexual tension. I, I, I'm, I'm of just the tension thing. I, I feel like the, I'm on the other way around. Like I think like tension is tension. You know, she's gonna want to kiss you or not. But I do agree with you. It's not like being a stand-up comedian doesn't get you laid. I'm sure it does to an extent, but it's it, like it definitely it's, would. If you're, yeah, if you're it's, a it's, famous stand-up yeah, comedian, but it's, it's, you get laid it's not just the ability to make her laugh yeah, that gets you laid. As in, I, I think about, like, when I listen to the jokes that Krauser makes in sets, I'm in set, I'm like, that's not, I wouldn't pay a stand-up comedian for those jokes. And I wouldn't pay a stand-up comedian to tell the jokes I tell in set. I think it's almost like you say something that she kind of expects to need to laugh to, and she does. Yeah, and a number of times I've been told by a girl, like, yeah, they'll either laugh at a joke or they've actually told me I'm funny. And yeah. I wouldn't really say I am that funny, so it's... It's basically it's them telegraphing they like me by laughing yeah. at my jokes or that, I think saying that, I'm funny. That's it. I mean, you can tell a, if a, if a girl likes you, and you tell her a bad joke, she'll laugh. If you if you find a girl who doesn't like you, if you tell her a joke that's genuinely funny, she might go, she might laugh, then be like, Ugh, and the energy just dies out straight away. And like funny is almost like just like a mainstream term for basically describing a guy that isn't boring. Because if you think of the average guy a girl will meet on hinge or something in a city like london he'll probably talk about his job he'll talk he'll ask her what she's watching on netflix just really dry conversation so when she goes on a date with someone who doesn't do that and is quite exciting etc she may go home and she described her friends he was funny but what she often yeah. means is he spiked my emotions he or she's boring. even just yeah she's even just looking for some words to excuse the she's trying to she's trying to find some way that's socially acceptable to basically say i found him attractive yeah exactly but and uh, the way i want to point i really want to bring up here as well was just that whenever you have someone who's saying well what would i say in response to this now what would i say next now what would i say next everyone's going to come with, with their like little witty retorts in the same way those stupid twitter things how would you open and it's like it doesn't matter how would you open it's almost like what's your relation to her there are so many factors that are going to make her laugh or not and uh, guys are treating it as if they're going to look for the funny line to go back to her to get her to, to overcome this obstacle like oh first I'm going to overcome her shit test about a boyfriend then I'm going to overcome her shit test about XYZ I'm going to overcome infinite shit tests then I'm going to sleep with her and it's like no you, you're just trying to be a clown and eventually she's going to be like well you might have made me laugh in that moment but I'm not going to sleep with you because of it it's a bit like how there's a version of day game that a lot of beginners do I did it which is a very high energy version where you're you're leading them this, down this path of different jokes different assumption sacks and it's so easy if you do this to keep a girl in front of you she'll be laughing she'll stay in set because you're entertaining but they all flake and this is what I had for a while and or, I, or can I say or else you're going to put in such an amazingly high amount of energy into so many girls and you might even eventually sleep with one 
but it actually wasn't worth pouring yourself out for all those other girls just to get that one. Yeah, and as kind of an interesting aside, I've often thought if I was, and I'll never do this, but if I was like coaching a boot camp or something, and if a student said to me, like, do a demo set, and if I didn't want to be blown out or get rejected because I wanted to look good to the student, there's a version of day game I could do solely for the purpose of keeping her there and getting a number to look yeah. good to a clueless student that would be very different than the day game I would do in set. And an example of it is there's a very old Torero video, uh, it's probably online somewhere, it's him in New York and he's going up and he's doing this, it's actually very gay sounding, it's basically him going up to girls and complimenting their shoes. And I'm convinced that it was like the last day of his trip and he basically was like, I want to get something on video that looks good. So he was doing day game that I imagine he knew wasn't good solely for the purpose of getting a video of girls standing in front of him having a conversation. And this links back to the funny point because like if you want to make if someone said to me can you go out and film sets that look good on youtube versus can you go out and try and get laid i think you do very different sets i agree yeah and also just going back to that whole point of debasing yourself uh, in this case to get an infield but i think in terms of if you're a naturally masculine guy and you're in a city where people are telling you to be more feminine it's like is it really worth debasing yourself to become more feminine in a, in, in a in qualifying to the local girls because you think that's what's going to work for you eventually it's going to it's either going to be a period victory or you're just going to feel super dirty and be like ugh, what did i make of myself you know I got uh, I got a really gay-looking tattoo and and ear piercing because someone online told me that I have to do this to get local girls. Yeah, I mean location, 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 right? Yeah, and but the point with that is like, don't stay in that place. Go instead, go to the place where the quote-unquote authentic you would actually hit well. Right, shall we go into the next point? Uh, winging as part of a three or more sucks. Oh yeah, all right. I really, this is just irritating because, look, the thing is, like, when you're in a three, then, okay, at least when you're in a two, you know, all right, I'm here to talk with my friend and do sets. As a three, it's like, what, are we we talking as a three? You know, three people can't talk at once. Either one person is talking to the other two, or two people talking, the other one's on their own. So you've got this weird dynamic of, am I in a wing or not? And then the girls see you, and three guys don't walk down the street you know abreast of each other the whole time it's just kind of strange there's that stuff so you have that and then you have those strange wing dynamics and then you have all this thing of like whoever's in the middle has the high value position and it's a bit like and then of course when you meet people and they're like can i come with you and you're like oh, well you don't really want to be rude but part of you also does want to say well no i don't how do i go in the three can't we just meet up later and have coffee or something yeah, I mean, I think it comes back to the idea of are you out to do day game and get laid or are you out as a social event? And there's actually nothing wrong with being out for a social event. So, for example, the whole month of June, I've basically not really been approaching. So when I go out, I might do a quote-unquote session, but I'm really there to chat to a mate. And if there's three of us, that's fine, because my purpose of being out is to chat to my mates and if I do some sets, that's a bonus. But if you're actually out to do day game and meet girls, etc., then 
two is always going to be better than three because firstly if you're taking turns you're doing every second one as opposed to every third one yeah that's a good point secondly um like it's just it's it's easier to spot sets in the two because you're less you know, you're less like, kind of looking at your wings, you're less in the conversation. Mm. There's just so many reasons why if you're approaching being in a two or arguably being solo, though a lot of guys, including me, sometimes struggle with AA with that, but one or a two is better. Whereas three, I think if you're genuinely just out because you want to socialize with your mate, that's fine. No, arguably just sack off the day game and go yeah. to the pub, right? Um, but yeah, I agree. The, I mean, three, I have winged in a three quite a bit, and it's, like, it's okay, but three, two is better for yeah. day game. Just to make a point, if you're fishing as a three, that's not a, an issue at all. Yeah. But I would say anyone who is, uh, anyone who goes up to two guys who are already winging should never impose themselves on them and should assume that they don't want to go as a three. They should just say, oh, hey, you know, oh, I'll, I'll see you guys later on and go off. Yeah, and I think it's it can be hard sometimes because, um, like, if you have a lot of wings or if, you know, you're, you're someone who genuinely quite likes meeting, you know, other guys who aren't weird approaching, etc. Sometimes, you know, people do find it hard to be like, uh, even saying to a guy who's a good friend, oh, sorry, I, I'm meeting this guy and winging with him, I'll meet you later for a beer, and it's... It can, be, it can be a difficult dynamic sometimes, particularly in a city like London where there's so many guys out approaching. Uh, you, you just need to be, you know, respectful or firm and just recognise that it's not a... You know, so if I was out with someone and I messaged, you know, if Tom messaged me saying, are you out? And I said, oh, I'm out with XYZ, Tom wouldn't take it as a an insult because uh, he'd be like oh or, or even or an instant invitation but oh i'll join you yeah exactly um whereas some guys would they'd be like oh can i come join and you'd be like mm. yep that's a good point all right i think we're at the end okay we've got four minutes left so we have to fill it with nonsense we will fill it with nonsense so uh one thing is that in the next two months neither of us are going to be in london very much at all yeah. Yeah. uh we both have non-day game trips both have day game trips of course i have like coaching trips as well that i'm going to take so it's going to be up and around different places but one thing is that i mean london is an interesting place in the summer i think because in fact let's talk about london because a lot of guys say oh the quality in london is bad and i have two thoughts on this i think no i think the quality in london is good i think even though the average quality you know the median if you were to take every girl put her in line take the middle one is lower than other places but because there are so many girls you're just gonna see an attractive girl where the volume is so high so i don't think the, the quality is low there's always gonna be those good looking girls to approach but the question is obviously oh how's their personality does it react well to my level if i'm a masculine dominant guy she's not gonna react very well if she's a little bit she's not a submissive feminine girl yeah i mean i um the idea London doesn't have quality is completely false. London is a, a global city, it's a centre of fashion, it's a centre of media, it's a centre of finance, it's a centre of everything. London has, if you're looking for girls, if you want to use a 1 to 10 scale, if you're looking for 8s plus, 
you know, there's a lot of them in London. You need to know where to go. That's true, yeah. But walk through Selfridges, walk through Harrods. You will see girls who are of a insane level. Yeah. So there's a couple of issues. The first one is, it's not that London doesn't have quality. It's that that quality may be harder for most day gamers to attain. I, I think here the, the male competition is so much higher. The male competition is higher. I mean, in London you have very rich men, you have good-looking men, you've yeah. got athletes, film stars, musicians. You might say, are those guys around? But maybe they are on, oh, they, They're here somewhere. In this, I think in the same yeah. way that we say there's such a high volume of women, there's going to be attractive ones. It's like there's such a high volume of men, yeah. there's going to be attractive ones. And there's also the type of, if we just look at foreign girls as opposed to English, the type of foreign girl who comes to London, her personality traits maybe a less disposed to a day gamer than a girl who doesn't have the um, desire to leave her city. The other point is a lot of guys, they view London, a lot of day gamers, as the area that me and Tom are in right now, so central London. The reality is if you go to a pub in, let's pick an area, Ballam, for example, yeah. You go to a pub in Ballam, you will see more hot girls than you will see on a Saturday in Oxford Street, and that yeah. is that is a fact. But the only thing is, I I think that the let's call them the average day gamer doesn't have much mainstream appeal for the kind of girl who's in Clapham or Ballam or something. Yep. The average day gamer doesn't have mainstream appeal, and the average day gamer doesn't do well with English girls. Yeah, um, and I include myself in both of those categories. Um, but yeah, in terms of quality, you go to Ballam, you will see on Thursday night in a pub, you will see a huge amount of hot girls. Now again, they're English, they're in a group. Yeah, they're not, maybe not, they're not like eights, but there's like, oh, good looking sevens. Yeah, very good looking sevens. Girls that most day gamers would be very, including me, mm, would yeah. be very, very happy with. Um, whereas most of us are walking around Oxford Street chasing tourists and I'm doing that but yeah. yeah I think we come sort of full circle to a point we made in the last podcast which is that you might get to a point where you tell yourself Do you know what I think I'll just approach while I'm on trips from now on yeah I mean it's um I think it's something that people talk about a lot and um, but you know it's location isn't it it's London's a great city to learn but at a certain point you know you may start to feel other places are just better and yeah, yeah. I mean it, exa- it comes exactly down to the point that you made in the last podcast where it's like how many notches can you accept each year you know if, you're, if you've got 25 days holiday etc let's say you can get some like three to six notches on trips each year but you don't have anything in London you might start to feel like oh you know I'm getting a bit horny here but of course you can still approach here and you might randomly come across the girl but ah, you never know but it's a way of doing things yeah London is I, I still think and I agree with this point that London is the best place in the world to learn day game agree I yeah. agree on that yeah there's so many different nationalities different types like different kind of mentalities of girls uh, and it's just a cool place like I, I also don't like this idea that oh London is a shithole I mean, look at the, look at the street room right now. It's lovely. It's like different architecture, lights in the sky. We're in Carnaby Street, and it's it looks cool. I and mean, it's like cool to be here. It, uh, people in in uh, the middle of Poland think, "Wow, you're from London." 
Yeah, they do. I mean, a lot of these countries that we go to for day game, the centre of the capital city is amazing. So Warsaw, the centre of Warsaw is amazing. I don't know how many people listening to this have been to a third tier city in Poland. <laughs> some of them are nice, but trust me, some of them are not nice. Right. Yeah. Uh, should we end up there? Should we finish there? Okay, that was episode four. Season two, episode four of the London Day Game podcast. Uh, hopefully we'll have Mr. Wolf on again, but if we don't, thank you very much for coming. Would you like to say any last words? Um, yeah, good luck, everyone listening. Um, stop listening to this without doing sets and actually go do some sets. Okay, that was nice. All right, that was season two, episode four, over and out.